you know another thing about um what uh ruth did and in terms of can we ever follow it up today um i'm i'm, I'm thinking that she she had made a choice to devote herself to to forever for to forever in that family and you know there are people who take their vows and their promises very very strongly in as much as in in, in the spiritual world in them in the biblical um side of things in the scripture it was because there's a plan of god that needed to be fulfilled um remember like i said she started the lineage of jesus christ or she she became part of that or she played a major role in it um beside that being the co-factor for me i just feel that for any woman to be able to stand like this um it would you would need to be a different kind of a woman who would say look god has given me a chance to love this man and even when he's gone i'm gonna love him even in death um but i had prepared three questions that i wanted to ask but because of time i'm not gonna ask them all of them anymore but there's two two questions um did you did you try again after you have healed when god has disappointed you or when you were disappointed in what you have hoped it would be because sometimes i don't think it's god disappointing us you know i, I was just having a conversation right now with somebody about this whole thing of, of 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 god's promises sometimes it's even the choices that we make like i said that with opa because she did not see anything you know sometimes remember we have to go forth even when we don't see you just have to let the faith business take or play its role and i think it's one thing that as i as as i end the session tonight i should maybe especially for the ones that are dismayed for the ones that are down and out like i always say mina i believe that when the word comes it does not come for everybody because seasons are not the same at, at, for for everyone at that time we may be in this group and we are 10 and you find that there's just one person tonight who needed to hear about disappointments because everybody's living um life accordingly at this moment everybody's comfortable so for those that are in a situation where or powers and she needed to make a choice or in a place where you are feeling like your life is in the middle of a of, of a desert you are in in the wilderness i want you to also take this and take it from a person who had to do it a couple of times the in and the ins and out to a point where probably god is even tired of saying i might make me uh, pick a struggle look when when you are right in the middle of a situation um it does not look good and making the right choices may not be what you do at that particular time because Lexis Inose is being selfish in putting her children first and thinking of herself first. Um, there are times where we just need to trust God's processes. Is it easy? No, we've said it a couple of times or too many times. It's not easy. But we we need to be very mindful of that i know that people that had to give up and as much as i advocate for them like i'm advocating for opera tonight like i'm advocating for anybody who had to give up and which is the most painful thing because i know what it is to give up i know what it is to lose yourself i know what it is to even lose your purpose because of giving up because you are feeling delayed i know what it is to be in a situation where you're gonna lose everything that god has put in place for you simply because you could not 
understand times and seasons. You could not go like Ruth went, you know, even when there was nothing to show for it. I know what it is to lose the things that you could have received because you chose an option that Opa chose, chose and again, because I don't want to crucify you for that. But I would say uh, to to just give you something to hold on to, I would say that um, I may have failed, but do not fail to wait. Um, do not fail to say that God is not a man that should lie, nor a human being that will ever uh, change his mind. I think that is one thing that we need to understand. He is a God of timing. He's a God of a perfect plan where you feel like you are disappointed, where you feel like he has deserted you. I always say that David says, let not your face turn away from me because he wanted so much of, uh, of, of God's attention. He knew what it is to have God's attention, to have God's heart, to have God. Um, presence with him so the worst thing that you can ever do is to do things that will take you out of god's presence because there are certain things you you will not be able to do anymore because you're out of god's presence i was reading in the book of numbers this morning and moses was telling them uh, when they had done things out of God's will and he says to the Israelites you're not even going to be able to win wars anymore so don't even go and start war with the enemy because you are no longer under the presence of God and when I was praying this morning I, I, I remembered that there is a song that most people sing and they talk about Isandla Somusa, Isandla Somusa. You need to understand Isandla Somusa when you are outside Isandla Somusa, Kushugutin, then you are outside the protection of God. The reason we want to remain Isandla Somusa is because we know that that is where we are protected. So you, when we are we are feeling disappointed, I would I, I always tell people that cry. You know, let's cry when we need to cry. Let's let's get into into that corner of depression for a couple of days, but let's not unpack our bags there and make it a permanent resident. Because what the enemy is after is to get us into a resident here, be a depression, and you stay there for too long. It is to stay in that resident here, disappointment, and you feel like this is where you should remain. Look, that's what the devil wants for you, but. That's not what God wants for you. And you unpacking there, I tell you, it will be the start of your of your disrupted life because now you are living outside God's plan. You have moved out to what God did not want for you. And then what happens when you are in there? Heal and go back. If you had left your office at church, um, you had left that, that business, if you have left whatever that you were working towards simply because the plans had, were not coming together, I want you to find your niche again. I want you to find find your, your hope again and go back. And going back, it is starting at the basics. Go back to the word. Find out. You know, there's nothing wrong with going back to God and ask again. David would say, I ask again. Gideon said, again, I ask for a sign. So which means God will not get tired of you saying, God, I come back to revisit those plans that you had for me. I said a couple of days in one of the posts that, look, even in those ruins that when you are looking at and you say, everything has crumbled, has fallen down. The only thing I see are ruins. I think I quoted the very same thing in my book that it's ruins that you see, but God wants you to understand that in the very same ruins that you see, it is the same material you're going to use to build up. Where you are standing right now, the mess that you are seeing, it's what that he wants you to use. 
the whole point of me bringing this topic tonight, I wanted you to be aware that you will be disappointed as a child of God. I wanted you to be aware that as a child of God, it does not mean that everything will go your way. If there's anybody in this group who wants to stand and give us testimony of their life going their way since they began until today, I want to praise God for them. But I want you to know that I have not met anyone who has given me that testimony. And again, being a carrier of a purpose, that will mean that privileges are very less for you. You're going to be constantly fighting. And be happy when that happens, because that is to say that you carry something great. But don't make a place of depression, a place of giving up a permanent resident. I need you to understand that disappointments are a part of life. Plans will look like they're not coming together. And some plans, God will not allow them because they were your plans anyway. They were never his. So um, if there will be other people that will come in later and read and want to leave they, they, they are, their views, you can do so. You are, you, are, you are much welcome. And I hope that it has been a, um, an informative session where somebody else's life, even if it's just one person who's going to start his introspecting who will go back to that dark place that they did not want to go back into and look into those disappointments the the the, the reasons that made you leave the things you were you were so passionate about why you stopped loving why you said you'll never go and love again there are people who have made it a choice in love to say i am not going back to that place again go back to it i'm saying to you tonight that god says go back to it that place that you deserted, that place that you said, I will not go back to heal and go back, go and try again. For as long as God says, this is where I want you to be. If God is saying that this is where I have called you to be, it doesn't matter how many times you were disappointed. I want you to go back because God has given you the word that this is where I want you to be. This is the business I want you to run. This is the the life I have chosen for you. This is the degree that I want you to have. Look, you have tried six years maybe and people have started even laughing they started making examples on you i said on one of the podcasts that i did i was so ahead when a word was released on me by a person that i loved who was who was i feel that they were criticizing the fact that i keep making the same mistake time and time and again and i i went and i poured my heart and i said if only people would understand that we keep making certain mistakes simply because there's this thing that we're trying to get and you don't understand you don't see it but for me when i was pouring my heart i was not blaming that person because remember that person is not on my on then they are not on my they're not walking in my journey they're looking at life in a different view but because when you know go and try even when they've started crucifying you even when they are saying that why does she keep doing that time and time and again it's okay you know why you know that the one thing you're after is the happily ever after. You're just not getting it right. Try and try and ask God to say, God, give me a new way of doing this thing. There's a new way of praise. There's a new way of worship. There's a new way of starting a business, of interacting with people. There is always a new and a better way. But I want you to go back to that place where you were most disappointed. Go back and, and see if you cannot, if you cannot fix it. If God had said, if he promised you this, if you want, he said, according to your, your heart's desires, if your desires, 
and his will is aligned. Try again. I'm not saying this to you because I I have gotten it right. No, I have not. I'm still failing. But I want you to go back because that's what God wants you to do. Going back to a place where you have failed and people are still speaking, they're making a mockery out of you. If you know that's where you're supposed to be, go and get it. Go and make it right. Go make that business successful. Look, go back. I don't know what it is for you. I have my own thing. You have your own thing. You know where you failed to a point where you say, I am leaving. Go and get it right. And God will help you. Enjoy your evening, ladies. And um, God God has great plans for you. God has great plans for you. When he said it is to prosper you, he meant it. It's just a matter of time. What is the time? I don't know. Would you, would you, will you have to wait a couple of years before it happens? I don't know. Mine is just to deliver a message to you and say that he's saying that he's going to do it. And if he said it, then he's bound to deliver on it. Thank you and enjoy your evening. Um, I will I will just continue, and again, like we did on Monday, um, hopefully hopefully people will will pick up along the way, and you the conversation will get started. I'm just looking at the fact that we have an hour, and again, I respect things that happen during the week because people are going to work tomorrow. Some are going to school, so. I don't want to drag it over the time that we we have so I'll just keep it going and let's see what happens. So for for tonight um I've I've prepared <clears throat> around the book of about around the book of Ruth. The book of Ruth is um is a book for me that personally people that know me uh, spiritually know that I have I've always used the book of Ruth especially um right at the end but I've, I've had the privilege um, of having to study the, the the whole book of Ruth because it was something that I wanted to get at the time when I was learning it and Ruth became a personal favorite of mine and today when I was thinking about this topic of how to deal with disappointment when God has trust when you have trusted God so much funny enough I did not at first I thought I was gonna work around her or the mother-in-law because those are the two people that we so much speak about in, in especially Ruth because she's the one at the end who ended up getting the 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 things that she did not even expect to get like she's the one who ended up at the throne if I may put it like that she won right at the end and Naomi we can still talk about it because she continued being the good mother-in-law that most mother-in-laws for those who are married knows that you don't find every day um but there is a woman that in that story was left along the way and the woman that was left along the way um we can say that she left but the question when i was going through these three women because in 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 my in my notes i just went and wrote all three of them and looked at what they did or or what the what the word was saying about them and try to get a better view but uh for the purpose of tonight i don't want to talk about the two women who got the spotlight i don't want to talk about naomi i don't want to talk about ruth i want to talk about this woman who 
who I feel was left behind without anyone probably questioning or if there were questions i don't think the answers were pretty nice about her maybe we have different views about um this woman remember naomi had uh two daughter-in-law it was it was it was ruth and it was opa and when she gave them a choice that listen guys now i'm about to to go into um i'm going back so maybe let me just give you a bit of a background about the book of ruth the book of ruth there was there was a man that at, um, during the time of judges there was a famine. We know that in Israel there were a lot of ups and downs. In Israel they, today there would be um, there would be food. Tomorrow there's no food. In Israel we know they would they, they would be taken kept into a captive. Like look, the people of Israel they went through the most in life, and I always say that the Israelites were God's most favorite people. Hence. We always see them throughout the Bible. When you say, you say the God of Israel. So even during this time, uh, Elimelech took his wife when there was drought in Israel and he said, let us go to another place. I mean, with every with every other person, you're always looking. On Monday, we're talking about, on the inspirational Monday, we're talking about, you know, going, getting that side hustle. you setting yourself up, not relying on one thing because things always runs out. So with him at that time, he just said to his wife, and he had a wife, he had kids, uh, let us go to a better country where there's food because right here in this place, right now, there's famine. And when they got there in a place where they were supposed to be very hopeful and, and live, probably he was hoping for a better tomorrow, he died and the sun's, and his sons as well after that they also followed him and now Naomi is left with these two daughter-in-laws and now right at the place where they went to and they they, they thought they're going to find Solens, um Feminine as well came in and now Naomi had to to think as a single mother I, I don't know if she was now called a single mother because the kids were gone she was now a widowed who's left with two uh, daughter-in-laws to say I, I had received um, a, a report that um in my hometown things are now back in 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 order uh, i'm going back there and then she took the daughter-in-laws and when they were on their way because she was a great mother-in-law that's why i'm saying that she's a better mother-in-law than other people um she's she thought i'm i'm thinking that she probably asked herself questions why am i dragging these two ladies with me is it even fair to do that and she had to now say um daughter-in-laws why are you coming with me? That's when you see a character of not-so-selfish mother-in-law in Naomi. And right there and there, that's when the two daughter-in-laws comes into play. That's where uh, we see them making a choice. And when she had said to them, even if I take you with me, this is happening in in um, Ruth, in Ruth 2 now. No, we're still in Ruth 1. When she says that even if I'm to take you with me, guys, and say I'm going to get married when I get to my father's land, I'm going to bear children, will they be ready to marry you in time? No, it's not possible. So why would you come with me? Basically, Naomi was saying to them, you coming with me, I have nothing to offer. Why do you want to follow me? So I feel it's unfair. And Opa made a choice to say, mother-in-law, I can't come with you. She made that choice. That's I'm gonna get to that a little bit, a little bit later. And Naomi said, uh, Ruth said, 
mother-in-law, where you go, I go. Your people becomes my people. You know, that's why she received the applause. That's why uh, Ruth, everybody speaks about. She's a woman that when you speak about great women in the Bible, she is on the list because of the choice that she made, even of the beautiful words that she says. Even people, when they get married today, they still use those words of, in their vows of your people becomes my people. And I mean, who would not applaud uh, Ruth for such beautiful words? But in my preparation tonight, I was thinking that, you know, we don't pay attention sometimes to the people that leave it all at the, uh, at, at, the, at the altar and say, God, I'm no longer going to do this thing because they were disappointed. Now that's opera for me. We don't speak about her. I want us to come back to life. Like I said, I would want so much not to be a sermon, but you know what? When you are used to just making everything a sermon, it becomes a bit difficult. So I'm going to try and tone it down a bit. Um, opera for me, She's a lot of people that I'm meeting today. She's a lot of young people that I'm meeting today. She's a lot of women that I'm, 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 I get to interact with daily. I'm, I don't know if I should call it a privilege, but I'm at a place where I interact with different women. Where you hear people, you know, there's, there's, there's things that you find in having a conversation with a person. And you, if you are anything like me, you, you suss out everything they say. You become interested in why are they speaking like this why why are they saying this about the god they used to serve and one thing i can tell you is that i have had to encounter uh worshipers who left the the worship office i've had to encounter uh women who had to leave the love department i posted a question today and probably may have offended a couple of people when i said have you ever become a side girlfriend to a married man? And probably so many people did not understand why I would ask that question. And when you find a woman demeaning herself to that place, you know that there's some sort of hope that has left her place. No one is born with no hope at all. When you are born, you have your life planned out the minute you start knowing what you want. Even when God speaks to, to, to David or so many people in the Bible, even scriptures that we so much love like Jeremiah, but Mina personally, the one that I love is in Psalms where he says in 139 that your life was predestined and foretold. So therefore, I don't think that God could go and predestined and foretell a life of, of, of pain. So whenever you go into something, you are hoping to... You are hoping to excel in it. If you go into a business, you're hoping to excel in it. And especially if you're a praying woman, if you if you're a woman of faith, if you know, if you have some kind of a relationship with God, with everything you do, you let him know that God, I'm about to go into a business. I don't know. Um, other people, when they go into relationships as well, they say, God, I'm about to start a relationship, even in friendships as well. Um, you, you, you speak to God about these things and you remember those words that he said that I foretold and predestined everything. Now, here is Opa. Opa went, got into a marriage, and I can, I can hear from the tone of Naomi that these were young women. The reason she could not take them with is because they were not over the age of 40 or 50. Because if that was the case, they could have just gone there. There's nothing much left. Going into a relationship, 
I mean, what more can you offer when you are 50? But they were young widows. So you can imagine the disappointment that Opa was going through when she made that choice, when she lost the spotlight, when nobody makes an example about Opa because she did not leave any mark. Ask yourself why. Have you ever been disappointed in life to a point where you left your office, where you left a place where you're supposed to be excelling, when you packed up everything in your marital home and you say, I, this thing is not working out, when you failed to be a mother, when you left your place as a mother, look, anything that you can possibly think of tonight, I want you to send in your thoughts, send in your views. If, if you have a personal experience like some of us, if you're comfortable, tell us. But I want, I want us to be very mindful of Oprah tonight. You know, I once, I once had a conversation with a person whom I did not know much about, but I was just given a background of whom they used to be before I met them. And I was like, I've, I was told about you. I was told about the kind of a person that you were in the ministry. What happened to that person? Where did this person go? Because a person will not wake up in the morning. Guys, I've, 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 I've had to serve for a couple of years. I'm not saying I'm experienced. I'm saying that I've been at the altar for the longest of time to know that there's giving up and coming back. But there is people who give up and never come back. Those are the opers who said, I don't think going in there anymore, there's a reason for me because I don't see the light. I don't think had anybody shown Opa what Ruth Gordon at the end, Opa would have gotten, would have said she's going back to her hometown. She would have gone with them because she could see it right there that where we are going, we are going to start a lineage of Jesus Christ. We're going to be part of the books of history because when they speak about the birth of Jesus Christ, they have to start from Ruth because she she's there. She started she started that lineage. So had Opa seen that, maybe she wouldn't have given up. But when all hope is gone, when you have left your all to God and you don't get it right. What do you do? Before I can continue, before I can send in any more of 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 the things that are in my notes, I just want to hear your view. I just want to hear let's 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 continue the conversation. <laughs> 